Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Life of Riley. Today on the podcast, I'm going to be talking about some key pieces of advice that I would give my 18-year-old self. So if you're interested in things that I would tell my younger self, then stay tuned for this episode of The Life of Riley. Happy Tuesday, everyone. Good morning. Uh, having some coffee. I have a fall candle lit, you guys. It's so cute. And I'm recording pumpkin spice creamer. Judge me if you want, okay? Bring on the judgment. Pumpkin spice creamer, apple spice candle. I feel good. I don't know about you, but I feel good today. So I'm going to talk about some advice that I would give my... I hope you guys are doing well, by the way. <laughs> hope everyone's lives are going well. Okay, honestly, ugh. I get the sugar-free creamer on accident. It's just not as good. <laughs> it just doesn't taste as good. But whatever, we're working with it. So uh, this this episode is about advice that I would give my 18-year-old self. And I picked 18 because let me paint a picture for you. Let me take you back. I'm going to be 24 in a few months here. Hold on. <coughs> Ew, excuse me. Coronavirus. Just kidding. I don't have corona. Anyways, um, I'm going to be 24 here in just a few months. And so... Over five years, almost six years ago now, right? I was 18. And let me paint a picture. 18, I've I've done my first semester at college. I've done my first semester in sorority. I have failed. uh, Let me turn down the notifications. I have failed biology and math at this point, okay? (laughs) So I've, I've failed. Did I fail biology my second? I don't know. I failed both. So I, I failed bi- biology and math. Um, I was in sorority. I was really worried about kind of like fitting in and being cool. I didn't agree with my parents. I didn't think it was a big deal to fail classes. My parents were like, oh my God, like you've literally never failed anything in your life. Like, are you okay? I didn't think it was a big deal. I wasn't taking it super seriously. Um, and... I was like messy, like my roommate, my freshman year roommate can attest to this. I was like kind of messy, just like it wasn't, you see, you see how put together and lovely I am now. I wasn't always that way. So this 18 year old age, whatever marker is super important in my life because it's kind of the year 18 to 19 um, was like an insane growing period for me. And so all of this advice would have really saved me a lot of heartache back then. But alas, I will share it with you now. Okay. So my first piece of advice is to work really hard in school, even when you feel like it doesn't matter. I wish Riley would have known this. And this kind of goes back, self-explanatory. I failed a couple classes and that was insane to me. I've literally, I had never done that before in school. Um, I just thought that school was not for me. I literally just thought that I wasn't, smart enough to really excel in school. And that is just so not true. It's just not true. I am good at school. I'm smart. I get good grades. Um, I have a master's degree now, like so many different things that I just, just, I wasn't sure of, but work really hard in school, you guys, it matters. And, you know, even if you don't want to go on to graduate school, or even if you don't care exactly what your GPA is, take pride in it. Take pride in the fact that you want to do well simply because you want to prove it to yourself. So take school seriously. Number two, 
Thank your parents more often and listen better. They're probably right. Oh my God. My parents low key are like hardly ever wrong about my life. Even when I don't want to admit that they're right, even when I don't want to see it, even when I don't see it, even if I don't want to, even if I genuinely don't see it, they're always almost, they're almost always right. And so I wish I would have listened better and I would have listened more often to them sooner because some of these like behaviors, traits, whatever, wouldn't have happened if I had heeded their advice a lot sooner. And, you know, just thanking them, just appreciating them for that. It's a really hard job for a parent to constantly be telling their kid, like trying to correct their behavior. And it's not because they're nagging and it's not because they don't like you. It's because they care and they want you to be the best best version of yourself. And I know, especially in my case, my parents just wanted me to literally excel and thrive at everything I ever did. And so I would have excelled and thrived sooner had they, had I listened to them sooner. So, you know, and a big thank you to your parents. They're, they're getting older and, you know, I don't know, just, just like, thank you to my parents and you should thank your parents more often and just listen better. Okay. Number three, don't be afraid to say what you want in a job or a relationship or a friendship, whatever. State what you're looking for. State what you want. I had a really hard time with this where like, I wasn't sure that it was appropriate for me to ask for things. So like in a friendship or a relationship, if I didn't like something, I just kind of thought, okay, that's how they are. And then I decide if I want that or not, which is true to a large extent, but also Don't be afraid to ask for things to be different. It's okay, especially I see myself, I really had that transition period when I was like 19 and 20 when I started my first jobs and internships. Asking for what you want. If there's something that you want that you think you can accomplish, ask for it because people will most likely give it to you. And in friendships and relationships I've found, as soon as I ask for something, I'm always blown away by the positive response and the willingness of them to do it. So Just try asking for what you want because I promise that it will save you a lot of frustration and resentment for sure. Number four, get organized and clean sooner, Riley. Literally your car, your home, everything. I am a very, if you saw my apartment now or you know me at all, I'm an organized person in general. I like schedules. I like to clean. I like to have my my apartment in, in order. I like to have my car in order. I use a planner. I was not always like that at all. My freshman year of college, my dorm room was like a mess. I didn't use a planner. I didn't write things down. I didn't use lists. My car was a wreck. Oh my God, my car. Poor first car. I ran that, like I treated that thing like crap and I didn't take ownership and I didn't take pride in in my things. I didn't take care of my clothes. I didn't take care of my possessions. I just was like messy. And it makes your life harder. Your life is better and easier and you have more time to do the fun stuff when you leave, when you lead a clean life and when you're organized. So definitely learning how to be the way I am now a lot sooner, that would have been really helpful. Number five, don't worry about things before they happen. You're just going to worry about them twice. So this was a big thing for me. I used to be a worrier. Like, I really did. I, I I really, like, my mom and I have talked about it before. It really used to bother her because she was, like, be chill about stuff. And I would just, like, worry about the worst case scenario before it ever happened 
I would start planning what I was going to do when things went wrong. And while it's good to be prepared and it's good to have a backup plan, there's no need to just straight up fret over something that hasn't happened yet because you're going to end up fretting if it actually happens. So no need to put yourself through it twice. As I get older, I've learned to just like relax a little bit and just be a little bit better about enjoying the moment and finding that balance between being prepared being prepared and just like letting things happen. Hold on, my oven's going off. I made some, oh my God, I made some like garlic, rosemary, potatoes and asparagus and chicken. <gasps> I gotta go get it, hold on. Okay, I'm back. Is anyone else like terrible at um, guessing how long it takes for things to cook? I literally have, I, I thought that was gonna be done. It's not done. It was in there for like 30 minutes or something. I don't know. Okay, anyways, moving back to the advice. Number six. You don't need to tell everyone everything about your life right up front. (laughs) So this is basically like, I'm a very chatty person as I'm literally have a podcast called Life of Riley. LOL, the irony. I'm a very chatty person. I'm super comfortable like sharing things about myself. I'm not a very like private person. I tend to be an open book, but something that I used to do would be like, I would like word vomit, like everything about myself right away to somebody that I didn't really know. And To be honest, like not everyone deserves to know everything about your life because it's special and like there are certain things that you shouldn't share all the time. And I used to like overshare to the point where like I would resent people and it wasn't their fault, but I would resent them because they knew so much about me. It's almost like they knew my skeletons in the closet and then like if we weren't, if we didn't end up being best friends or something, it was like then they knew all these things about me and I would resent them and I didn't like that. So I've definitely learned to like still talk to people and still engage and still connect, but just learn to, you know, be a little bit more private about things. I think that that's actually kind of cool. Like, I think that there's something really intriguing about having a little bit of mystery and having parts of your life that aren't just like on display for everyone. I, I actually really appreciate that now. Number seven, it's okay to disagree or even fight with your friends. Um, you don't need to avoid conflict all the time and you can do it in a nice way. You know, I think so often we think that like there's no good way to fight with a friend and I used to avoid conflict a lot and I still do honestly, largely I, I avoid conflict and that's mostly just because I don't, it's very rare that I think it's worth it for me to like stand my ground on something. It's, it's usually not. I usually just don't really care that much about whatever it is that I'm fighting about with someone. Um, but I used to really avoid it. Like my friends like might get mad at me and I would literally like apologize and say it was my fault, even if I didn't really think that, like just not really standing up for myself, but also not really like communicating in a healthy way when I was upset with them. So just realizing that it's okay to say like, really? Like, I don't actually think that that's what happened. You know, like there's a way to say things and there's a way to disagree And I wish I would have figured that out sooner because especially in college, like I really did avoid conflict with friends and it would give me a lot of undue worry and stress when I would think that someone was mad at me and I didn't know how to confront it. I didn't know how to ask and I'm still dealing with that. But definitely when I was younger, that was a big problem for me. So, you know, I wish I would have changed that. Number nine, concentrate on good and decent people in your friendships. This is like... Ugh, like so, so, so important. As an adult now, whatever, a, 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 uh, a 
adult junior, as I like to call myself, um, I focus on good people as my friends. I have the best, like kindest, most genuine, fun, loving, amazing people as my friends. And I don't care about popularity. I don't care about how cool they look. I don't care about what they look like. And when I was 18, I was like, oh, I wanted to be popular. I wanted to hang out with a certain group and act a certain way. Totally don't care. Popularity, I have found in my life, not that I'm popular, but in certain groups where, you know, maybe I'm, I'm well-liked or something, it's not because I tried to be popular. In fact, when I would try to be popular, 100% did not work. I was just annoying. So like... When, when, I, when I would not focus on popularity, when I would just focus on surrounding myself with people that were good, I ended up enjoying my time more. I was nicer to people. I was more engaged. And so naturally, I ended up being more likable and I guess in turn more popular, I guess. But popular is not really like the word I'm looking for here. But it's something I used to focus on and I don't now. And I'm so grateful for that because I'm a happier, better friend because of it. And also, you know, that old saying that's like, you're judged by the company you keep. Your reputation is really important. And so surrounding yourself with people that build you up instead of tearing you down, um, it's just, it's crucial. So number 10, set a budget and figure out your money. <laughs> LOL, still 100% working on that. That's probably like something that I'm still like not that great at, to be honest, but I really wasn't great at it when I was 18. I also didn't have a job. I wasn't really like working for my own money until I think I started nannying like my sophomore year of college. And that's when I started being more responsible with my money. It's when I started actually making money. And so I worked on budget and paying for things myself. But like set a budget, bro. Like literally like Plain and simple, don't spend money that you don't have. And it may suck. Like you may not get the stuff you want. Too bad. Get over it. Do not spend money that you don't have. I have gotten into credit. I mean, not really like trouble, trouble. I've, you know, I've had times where like I racked up a credit card bill that I literally didn't have the money to pay for. Um, that was not good. But um, like luckily, you know, my parents helped me. But like that's a terrible, if I didn't have my parents, like that is a terrible way to be like do not do that don't worry about materialistic things have some self-control set a budget and you know when you're younger it's almost like a shame thing like it's embarrassing to be like oh I, I can't afford that or whatever don't be afraid to say like actually we're literally college students it's insane for us to go out to dinner and spend 60 bucks on a meal and like use fake IDs to buy drinks that are going to rack up like a $30 drink bill. Like, no, absolutely not. You're in college. You're young. It's your first job. Don't, don't do it. Don't spend money you don't have, okay? Number 11, learn how to graciously take compliments and constructive feedback. So this is really big. Like this is one still, you know, it's like and no one likes to like take compliments. Like it's kind of hard. Like what do you say? Like, thank you. I agree. No, you don't have to say that. But like learn how to take a compliment, you know, when somebody praises you for a job well done and you know that you did a good job or at minimum, you know that you put a lot of effort into it, take the compliment. They mean it. It's good. It's good to be complimented and it's good to give compliments, you know, and then conversely, when you, you know, when it's not your strongest performance, take that constructive feedback and don't take it personally. It's literally not personal. Like, it's just not in work or in business or in school. It's not personal. Take it and be better because 
you're going to get that constructive feedback no matter what. So either you're going to get it and then you're going to take it personally and it's going to go to waste or you're going to get it and you're going to learn from it and you're going to be a better person. You're the only person that's affected by that constructive feedback. The person giving it doesn't care. They're going to give it to you no matter what. So either you be better or you be worse. Your pick. Number 12, it's not all about me. (laughs) This is a big one. I don't mean this in a way like I'm self-centered, although yeah. I mean this in a way like I used to be so worried about like what do people think of me? Why are people looking at me? Whatever. Nobody cares. It's literally not all about me. As an adult, I realize like people have their own lives going on. People care about their friends and their family, but not to any extent that like really, really matters. I mean, do what you want to do, say what you want to say, wear what you want to wear. People aren't looking at you. People don't care that much. And, you know, that saying that's like the people that matter don't mind and the people that mind don't matter, like for real, like your friends know you, your family knows you and everyone else doesn't care. So be confident in that like you don't have to be self-conscious about things because nobody cares in a nice way. I care. I care about you guys as a person, but like I don't know what you're wearing today. So like, you know, and when you go to the grocery store, no one's looking at your outfit. So, you know, don't be self-conscious about it. Okay. Number 13. Biggest risks are the biggest rewards. Oh, wow. This is so true for me. Like do things that make you nervous, you guys. I'm not kidding. The absolute best experiences of my life, 100%. I was really, really nervous about. I was nervous to move here to take this job. I was nervous when I gave my speech running for sorority president. I was nervous for every single, you know, um, what am I trying to say? What was I nervous for? Gosh darn it. Oh, I was nervous to launch this podcast. Like I was super nervous to launch this podcast. I was super nervous to interview for different jobs. You know, you're nervous to, I was nervous to travel like, you know, out of out of the country. I was so many things that are just like the best experiences of your life. They're going to make you nervous. And that's amazing. If you're comfortable all the time, you're not taking enough risks. You're not doing you're not pushing yourself as far as you can be pushed. I swear, like literally every single thing that has been like the biggest, most rewarding payoff of my life. I was nervous to audition for Disney, like so many things that have that have made me nervous 100% the absolute biggest payoff 100% even in personal relationships you know like if you like really like a guy or you really like a girl whatever like and you're nervous to ask them out or you're nervous to commit to them whatever best payoff i mean just take the risk and do it it's going to it's going to it's going to be life changing for real like honestly number 14 don't hold grudges. This is a big one. I don't hold grudges almost to a fault where like I straight up forget when people treat me like shit. Like someone's really rude to me. I literally don't remember. Like it just totally leaves my brain. And I like that about myself. Sometimes, you know, it's it's good to keep your guard up and, you know, be respected by people. But don't hold grudges. It's not worth it. You know, it only hurts you and people make mistakes And you don't have to be best friends with someone that's, you know, done you wrong, but don't hold a grudge. Lighten your heart, lighten your mind, take those things off your plate and think about something else. It doesn't benefit anyone. Number 15, 
I would tell myself this. I would say, Riley, girl, you're going to do what you want to do. So keep working hard and keep setting goals. Here I am now doing what I like my life, this podcast, whatever. This is what I wanted to do when I was 18, generally speaking. I think I would have liked to have had like a smaller waist and some abs and like maybe some like great like Pamela Anderson hair and like, you know, a chiseled face or I don't know, a huge house. I don't know. Turns out there's a lot of things that I don't have, but that's okay. That's what goals are for. Um, But like, just keep working hard. You're going to end up doing what you want to do and things are going to work out the way they're supposed to. So just keep working hard, chipping away at those goals, keeping those goals in the forefront of your mind because it's going to work out and you're going to be really proud of yourself. And so when you're feeling like things aren't going your way or you're feeling like you're overwhelmed because it doesn't seem like you're going to be able to achieve what you want to achieve, you're going to achieve it. So keep working hard. All right, the last piece of advice, number 16. This is kind of cheesy, but like this is actually like the truest thing for me. Love as many different people and places and things that you can. Endless love. Like I have an endless amount of love to give. And the sooner that you realize that, the better your life's going to be. The sooner you realize that you have room in your heart to love five different hobbies, you don't have to pick one. To love five different friends, you don't have to pick one best friend, you don't have to limit yourself. You know, to to love where you live, but also be excited to move somewhere else and love that place too. The more things that you love, the happier you're going to be. And you know, Loving different people, I don't even mean in a romantic way, although that too, you know, especially in a romantic way, if there's a good person and they treat you well and you're so happy with them, don't be afraid to care about them. I mean, it may not work out, but that's okay because for that short period of time, you allowed yourself to care about them, maybe even love them, whatever. It's It just adds richness to your life. It's not going to take away, even though maybe if you break up, it feels like it takes away. It doesn't. It doesn't in the long run. It's always good to love things. It's always good to love what you're doing. It's always good to love tons of different places and experiences. The more things that you love in life, the happier you're going to be. And I don't mean, you know, just like throw that word around like, I love you, I love you, I love you. No, but like really appreciate and enjoy and love the things that you do and learn to love them. You can learn to love things too. Challenge yourself. If you don't like a a mundane task at your job, find something that you like about it and learn to enjoy it because the quicker you're going to have to do that every single day, the quicker you learn to enjoy it, the better you're going to be. So just love as many different things as you can, you know? Like, even if people make fun of you, sometimes people make fun of me. They're like, oh my God, like, you're just like so excited about everything. Hell yeah, I'm excited about everything. I'm excited to wake up and have my coffee just the same as I'm excited to go to work and see my friends, just as excited as I am to put on my makeup for the day and pick out an outfit, just as excited as I am to talk to my parents and my brother and see how they're doing. I mean, I like everything and it's okay to like everything. You can like the small things too. You can enjoy going to bed at night. You can enjoy having a bath. You can enjoy the really exciting things like taking a trip or going on a date. You can enjoy 
time with your significant other, everything. There's so many things in life to love and enjoy. You don't just have to get excited about the big things. You can get excited about the little things too. Okay, that's it. That's all my advice for my 18-year-old self. So I love you guys so much. Um, And that's it. I'm going to wrap it up because this is kind of a long episode of me just chatting. So love you guys. Have a wonderful rest of your week. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Love everything in your life. And I will see you next time on The Life of Riley.